Hi, I'm Jade Hernandez, a camouflage tattoo artist and educator. I help beauty bosses effectively market their business and become the authority in their field, close more leads and make more money. In the past six years, I've launched two successful beauty businesses to multiple six figures with over a hundred five-star raving reviews and several media press spotlights. While most marketers will tell you to hustle and work harder for success, I'll show you how to create more value from the inside out so that you work less, make more, and truly expand and transform your business and life. This is the Beauty Expanded Podcast. I wanted to hop on here real quick. It's actually a Saturday and my little one is home. So you might hear him in the background. I like to have everyone out of the house so that it's really quiet. But I thought that the opportunity to jump on here and do this episode, I felt a really strong pull towards it because I just completed a two-day mastermind mentorship. And while everything is really fresh in my mind, I thought this was the best time to actually hop on here and share with you guys some concepts that really struck home for me while everything is fresh. So if you hear my little one in the background, that explains why it's not as quiet as it typically is. I'm a part of a business mastermind through James Wedmore. He has his own podcast series called Mind Your Business. Amazing. And I'm a part of his next level group, which hosted an in-person live event in Chandler, Arizona. I was so excited because there were people flying in from all over the world. I met someone from Australia who just came in for the two days to learn from James in person. And what was really interesting about the event was that it had nothing to do with business, yet everything to do with business. There was actually an attendee who had raised her hand and said that she contemplated whether or not she should come to the event because when she had heard that James was going to be talking to us about money, she was like, I really just need the systems. I really just wanted the processes. But after the first exercise that they had us do, she realized that this was exactly where she needed to be. And in my past episodes, you can go back and hear my own personal struggles with money and how I've come a long way with releasing and really reflecting and shifting some of those limiting beliefs. But I'm always game to learn more. So when I heard that James was going to be spending two days with us really diving deep into money, I was stoked. And it was very eye-opening for me to see that there were definitely some money stories and money memories that have been holding me back from playing big and from finding joy in my business. And just some of the habits that I've created in my business can stem from some of these subconscious beliefs that I have about money and why I need it and why I work so hard for it. And I can't necessarily share with you the entire experience because I'm still processing everything. But I can tell you that it was incredible and it was really vulnerable to see that I have some stuff that I still got to work out and giving space to give myself grace and give myself space to realize that I'm human and that I am I am doing the best that I can. At the same time, a sense of relief seeing how some of the patterns of me working nonstop and being more absent with my family than I'd like to admit really doesn't serve me. And to also be able to get really silent and quiet 
and do some of the exercises that they had us do where we envision our future self making the kind of money that we want and how that felt and being able to tap into that and to truly embody it and then come from a place of the only way I can get there is if I be it now. I walked away from the conference last night just feeling like, okay, this is doable. I can do this. And what a relief it was to be able to tap into another state and frequency of my potential, to be able to tap into what it is that I really want so that I can ignore a lot of the details that I've been consumed with that really don't matter. And one of the things that I wanted to share on this episode with you guys is the concept of time. There are so many of us that want to wait until the perfect time or get stuck waiting for the perfect time in order to do something, in order to move forward. And what I mean by that is, well, maybe it's better to explain an example. So yesterday morning, I had a call with a potential student before I jumped into or before I left to go to my seminar. And I've noticed this pattern with some of the aspiring artists who want to train with us where they submit their application to train with us. And a lot of them will say something along the lines of, I've waited long enough on the sidelines watching this industry grow and this is something that I know I want to do. Or... I've heard, I realize I'm unhappy with my current job, and this is something that I've always wanted to pursue. Sometimes I hear something along the lines of, I know from personal experience what it's like to have scars or stretch marks that really hold me back, and that's the reason why this industry is something that I'm so passionate about and that I want to jump into because I have this strong desire to help people like me. When we accept their application, the next step is for them to meet me on Zoom for kind of like an in-person interview, but really it's to get to know them and make sure that it's aligned for the both of us, me being their mentor teacher, but also that I feel like they would excel in our program and that it's something that we would want to invest a relationship with for the rest of the year because we have our mentorship that last year. And it's interesting because I was talking to this person the other day and she sees that there's an opportunity in the area that she lives in. No one is doing it. She wants to eventually quit her nine to five, wants to show her kids that you can do anything that you want. You can put your mind to it. And there comes a point where there's this moment of, are you going to sign up or are you not? And what I've noticed is that people talk themselves out of what they truly desire. How that looks like in our particular business is, you know, I really want to do this, but right now is not the right time. Or I really want to do this, but I got to wait until I have the money. I really want to do this, but I feel like the end of the year is going to be a better time for me to get started. For whatever the reason, that could be because you have a vacation plan, that could be because the kids are back in school, you know, whatever the excuse is, is technically an excuse. After my mentorship, I really started thinking about the concept of time. When it comes down to it, I see this pattern of, I, I know I want to do this. I say I'm committed, 
this is where my heart is pulling me. Otherwise, I would not have invested the time to apply or make time on my calendar to meet with this person to talk about the training program. I'm assuming before they even submit their application to me, they've done a ton of research. They've been watching artists in our industry work and they've done the research. They've gone far enough to see who offers camouflage tattooing in their state, in their city. And so they've already spent all this time to muster up to finally take action, which is the first step is to apply. But then when it comes to invest, that's where a lot of people stop themselves from truly pursuing their dream, from truly pursuing their dharma, their life purpose. No matter when you start, whether it's today or six months from now or a year, your dream of owning your own business will always require time and energy from you. There's no way that you're going to be able to master this technique of tattooing in five days, in 30 days, in six months, in a year or two years. I have been tattooing for almost five years and I still would never call myself a master. I know that I'm a lot more competent. Therefore, I'm a lot more confident as an artist today than I was my first year in business or my second year in business. And that is because I've put in the time and the energy to gain the experience, to problem solve, to continue my education and evolve my technique, to learn from others. So no matter what we do in life, anything that we want will always require either time or energy from us. So whether you continue to wait until the right time or whether you step into that future self right now and actually invest in your training and jump in, no matter which direction, it is going to still require time and energy from you. But if you continue to stay idle and waiting for the right time to invest in your career, to invest in your passion, you aren't moving the needle anywhere closer to your dream. You're stuck on a bus bench and you're just letting more time go by nowhere closer to your goal or to your dream or to your passion than you were sitting on the sidelines waiting and watching everyone else get into this industry versus you stepping into that future self right now to begin investing your time and energy in a way that's actually going to actually going to move the needle towards what it is that you truly want so no matter what whether you wait to invest in this career later on for that quote unquote perfect time or whether you jump into it now and actually get trained and start practicing and start finding your models and start building your business, your logo, your brand, your image, getting hands-on practice, it is going to still require time and energy from you. But the difference is waiting for the most perfect time is the only wasting time versus the other choice that you can make is actually using time in a more effective state to get you closer to your goal, which is having a business that you own, having the freedom and flexibility to work on your own terms, having something that you can actually claim as your own, while also helping and impacting the people that you work with. The thing about time is it's not a renewable source. You can always find ways to create more money. 
but you cannot find ways to create more time. And I think that's where we're getting it backwards is somehow we think we can find more time because I think when people say now is not the right time, what they don't realize is that they'll never get that time back. The tattooing industry is unregulated. So that means that there's a ton of programs out there that are training people improperly. These crash course styles of training are actually causing artists to do more harm on their clients than good. What's interesting is that if you invest in a poor training, there's no way that you're going to feel like a confident and competent artist. And if you're truly invested in helping your clients heal by doing good work, then you're going to have to invest in more training. I've had artists before tell me, I didn't think I could afford your training in the beginning. And therefore I went with X. But after it's all said and done, because I didn't feel confident with my first choice, I still ended up spending more money trying to continue my education and learn from others to the point where now I've invested more money and all these other trainings to compensate for who I trained with in the beginning, which now totals way more than if I had just invested in the right trainer in the beginning. By the time they came to me, they had already spent well above what they would have invested if they had just went with us in the beginning. So again, that's just another example of using, I hate to say wasting, but it is in a way wasting time, you know, because when you try to go for the quick, fast, cheaper route. When you try to cut corners, that ends up being the longer route because it takes more time and energy to go back to try and fix it and to learn it the right way is what I'm saying. And I'm an advocate for continuing education. But what I hate to see is people wasting a ton of time on really poor education. And the people that really suffer are the ones that actually get tattooed by those artists. I see this a lot with areola. You know, everyone is jumping on the breast cancer mastectomy tattoos. And again, I've been doing this for almost five years, and it is one of the toughest, most challenging skins to work on. And I see so many people jumping into it, and they're really causing more trauma to the skin. They're doing bad artwork. You know, a lot of these areolas don't look realistic. And I think that is doing more harm than it is good. If you can't draw it on paper, you're not going to be able to draw it in the skin. That is what my mentor, Stacey Ray, has always drilled into us is if you cannot draw it, so if you cannot draw a hyperrealistic nipple on paper, there's no way that you can draw it in this skin. And I see a lot of people jumping into areola restorative tattoos without putting the work into drawing and it shows. And again, it's it's cut in corners. How you do one thing is how you do everything. So cutting a corner, doing a two-day, three-day online course, and then working with some of the most compromised skin. And that is what I do on a day-to-day basis. I do not ever work on healthy skin. I always work on compromised skin. And if I think that is one of the most challenging skins to work work on is breast cancer survivors, then You can only imagine the standard and quality of work that a lot of people are performing on cancer survivors today, especially if they've taken like a two or three day online course. And unfortunately, not a lot of people want to put in the work of drawing and learning how to draw. I didn't come from an art background. Drawing doesn't come naturally to me. 
But I know if I put the effort, the energy, and the time into slowing down, really perfecting and mastering the fundamentals, then it's only going to allow me to be a better artist. But not only that, but when you slow down and you really master and own in on the fundamentals, it actually allows you to work faster versus trying to go the fast route and cutting corners will actually force you to slow down and it actually takes you more time if you're an integral artist and you realize this is not good, this isn't how I imagined it would be, the ink isn't retaining, I'm causing more scar tissue. I mean, hopefully, if you notice any of those things, you immediately go back to get trained by someone who actually knows what they're doing. Instead of being in denial about it, instead of dismissing it and doing more harm to the next victim. And so that's what I really wanted to talk to you guys about today is really this concept of time and how fucked up we really have it. Because cutting corners is actually going to cost you more time. It's going to cost you more time and energy to have to go back and to try and do it right. Not jumping in because you've justified it or made an excuse as to why it's not the right time is only going to cost you more time. It will always require one or if not both from you, which is time and energy. And it's a matter of trying to make the most effective use of your time by choosing the right thing to actually invest your time and energy in. I think about how I used to be before I became a mom of, you know, always questioning. And it, and the questioning is really just fear, disguise. When the right time it would be to become a parent. And of course, you know, I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate. Parents always look at people who say, I'm just waiting until the right time. I'm waiting for this to happen. I'm waiting until I graduate. I'm waiting until, you know, so-and-so has this job or I'm making this much to become a parent. And I'm sure you've all experienced that parent you're talking to just kind of smirks, smiles, and is all like, you know, you'll never be ready. There's never a right time. There's never a perfect time to become a parent. And it's so true, right? But when you're not a parent, you look at that advice, you're like, what do they mean by that? Because it seems so irresponsible because it doesn't make sense. And then you become a parent and you realize what they meant all along. I was talking to my husband today when I was thinking about doing this episode is the desire itself to become a parent already proves to you that it is the right time because it's not until the knowing, it's not until you become a parent, do you really begin to get clear on what it is that you need. So it's kind of like, you know, so many times we're looking to find the clarity, to find signs and to check all the boxes before we take the leap, before we become a parent. But it's not until you become a parent that actually breathes creates and gives you the clarity that you actually need to have, right? Because every kid is so different and every circumstance is so different. So it's not until you become a parent, do you really figure it out, figure out what the next steps are and have the clarity. You can even think about it in a different way of those who have a birthing plan and have checked all the boxes and have this entire plan of how parenting and even the birth of their child is going to be. And we I'm sure we've all heard stories of where it was a complete shit show and nowhere was it close to being what they had methodically planned it to be. And so life is funny. It throws curveballs at you. I think it's a great reminder that if there's just a simple desire, so there's a desire to train with us. And if it's not even with us, if it's with someone else, 
the mere fact that that desire is in your head and in your heart already proves to you that this is the right time. Because it's not until you invest time or energy or both that it will actually move the needle towards the next step, towards the future that you want to have. And that all stems from the desire. The perfect time for you to invest in yourself is now. It's going to require you time and patience. There is going to be a learning curve. You've never touched a tattoo pin before. You've never tattooed before. And so that is going to require more time and energy for you to be eventually a competent artist. So therefore, you can be a confident artist. And I think a lot of times we disguise and justify and we're very good at deceiving ourselves in the fear that's actually really blocking us from jumping all in. We're looking for the net to appear before we jump. And it's the opposite. You have to jump for the net to appear. And hopefully when you take that jump, you do it with people that are going to support you, that have been in your shoes, and you invest your time and energy with them so that it's actually going to move the needle for you towards what it is that you really want. So I hope that made sense. You know, this was a very aha moment for me, just thinking of time differently and, and thinking about how we're so good at deceiving ourselves, but really we're just limiting ourselves and our potential and what it is that we really want to have. I was reminded the past two days that life is really here for us to experience. And when we say experience, it shouldn't be so heavy. We are here to experience joy. We are here to experience art and to be creative and to do the things that we really want. And so many of us limit ourselves with all these rules because of our fear. Time as a constant reminder for us that it's not renewable, that life is short and it should be filled with things that embody our dreams. And so I hope you got something out of this episode. I'd love to hear what you guys think. I love engaging with you guys. Leave me a voice note in the show notes. Send me a message on Instagram, share it, and I'll see you guys on the next one. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'd love to connect and help you more. If you have a question you'd like for me to answer, please send it to jade at studioconceal.com. That's J-A-Y-D at studioconceal.com. And I might highlight it on my podcast. I find what's often personal is most general. So if this episode helped you, please share it with a friend who may need the encouragement and inspiration. I'll catch you on the next one.